Today's episode is brought to you by Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work, but you know, what's easy bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's insurance or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too, because you already have so much to do around the house. Go to Geico.com, get a quote and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. And we thank them for sponsoring today's podcast. Pardon the interruption, but I just wanted to tell you really quick about two of the best ways to support the Arn Show. One is to pick up a shirt from arnshirts.com, and the other is to grab a gimmick from boxagimmicks.com. It's the official store of the Arn Show. You not only support the show financially, but you get to show off your fandom to others, helping spread the word about one of your favorite podcasts. So check out arnshirts.com and boxagimmicks.com. And thank you for being a listener to the Arn Show. Finding that person you want to spend the rest of your life with is great, but we hate all the pressure of what's next. Of course, there's all the engagement talk, but then there's the pressure from actually shopping for a ring, the hassle, the haggling, finding a sort of trust, trying to figure out what the heck the four C's are, the discounts, the sales, the coupons, the styles, and all the other nonsense. But Hey, at least those are all fantastic reasons to put off getting engaged and that, my friends, is why guys really hate Steven Singer. He takes away every excuse in the book around not buying the ring, and he makes it so easy. I hate Steven Singer. Steven Singer is a Philly jeweler that's been making it too easy to buy real diamonds for over four decades. He specializes in diamond engagement rings and has a staff of real experts, real jewelers, real people that are ready to help you find the perfect ring or gift at the perfect price. Now, here's the thing. There's no call center. There's no sales. There's no haggling. There's no special codes. There's no discounts, just the best possible price guaranteeing the best value every single day. Check Steven out at the other corner of eighth and Walnut and Philly or online. I hate Steven singer.com always with fast and free shipping. That's I hate Steven singer.com. Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to Arn. And of course, we couldn't do it without the Hall of Famer himself, the founder of the Four Horsemen, the creator of the Spinebuster, ESAA, the enforcer, Arn Anderson. What's going on, man? How are you? Mr. Thompson, how are you, sir? Man, better than I deserve. Happier than a puppy with two Peters. <laughs> you can't say that. Yes, I can. This is unedited. We can say whatever we want on here. You can bury Van Hammer again if you want. No, no, no. I. <laughs> <laughs> he buried himself. I just, I just told you what happened. Well, here's what's happening, man. AEW's back on the road. You've become a road warrior. Of course, last weekend, uh, you found yourself in Savannah doing the whole comic con thing. Last week you were on the road in, uh, in Texas, uh, this week, you didn't have to go too far at all right here in Charlotte, North Carolina, AEW is back and man, that's like the good old days right there. Just riding up the road to a show, huh? Where it don't get any better than that. You know, I just, 
it is so good. I can't tell you to be in front of all these fans and the people of Miami and two weeks of the folks in Texas and the good old Charlotte folks. Man, they have turned out and they are having a great time. It is so good to see. Really it, is. It's so fun to watch wrestling with fans. And I know that sounds silly, but I mean, it was never intended to be a medium where there's no interaction. So now that fans are back where they belong at live wrestling events, I at home am enjoying it more than ever. I can't imagine how it feels from a competitor standpoint to be there live in person Arn. Well, it is a participation sport. Wrestling is not a spectator sport. It is meant for you to be, if you want to get out of your chair and stand up, if the people behind you don't mind, raise all the hell you want, be as loud as you want for as long as you want, and just, man, sweat through two T-shirts. Do anything you want. It is meant to be that type of activity. And, your, and, you know, the fans' participation, you know, that's the adrenaline that we feed off of as performers to – you know, to, uh, make those bumps, not quite as bad as they normally would be. So it's, uh, it's fun to, uh, to go back and talk about the old stuff, but I can't lie, man, I'm enjoying watching the new stuff. And I hope you guys are too. Orange doing his thing every week on TNT, catch him live in a town near you. Uh, Arn, I don't know if, uh, you've been keeping up. I'm sure folks are talking about it when you go to the shows, but Man, this New York debut for AEW is taking on a life of its own. I mean, first of all, it's an awesome venue, you know, an outdoor tennis stadium. But then to hear the tickets are flying off the shelf, this is an exciting time to be a wrestling fan. Well, you know, and I don't want to say I told you so because I'm no genius. I just said what anybody that's been around for more than a minute knows. Wrestling fans, when you take their product away from them for a year and a half, basically, you can't tour, you can't come to where that, you know, where they, if, let's just say if you're someone goes to the movies and you're a movie buff and you go once a month, man, can you imagine having that taken away from you for a year and a half? And now when we get to go to a venue like that, in New York with that mass population around and people that are dying for entertainment. I mean, look at how the baseball games are drawing, you know, 40 something thousand fans for Braves game. And, you know, it's just people are turning out in droves because they want to see it live. And this being our first time in this venue with a brand new product. Remember, we're just a startup. We hadn't been around that long. Uh, People are chomping at the bit to see what all the, the hubbub is, well, <laughs> we're going to let them know what all the hubbub is. Yes, you are. Check it out. If you haven't already, AEW is probably coming to a town near you. You can pick your tickets up at AEWTIX.com. And, uh, of course, be sure to check out Arn Anderson. If you're not in town, you can do like I'm doing. Fire up that TV and watch along on TNT every Wednesday night. It's AEW Dynamite. But let's jump into why we're here. We're going down the... Uh, Great memory lane, if you will, of Jim Crockett promotions. When we last left off, you had just recently become a national tag team champion with your cousin or brother or mentor, Ole Anderson. And uh, I think you guys were, uh, on the losing effort by disqualification, at least in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania on April 30th. But the next day you're in Trenton, New Jersey, 
uh, May 1st, it's a rematch. Thunderbolt Patterson, Manny Fernandez, Arn and Ole, and of course, uh, the baby faces are going to be victorious once again by DQ. This is not something you were doing a lot of in this era. You know, when you're working for Bob Armstrong or Bill Watts, you guys aren't venturing out to Philadelphia and New Jersey. These fans are, uh, a little different than the old school Southern wrestling fans. Would you agree? Yeah. And you know, they were mostly WWF fans. Yep. As crazy as this may sound, they would buy tickets, quite a bit of them to just come and knock the NWA guys, just raise hell and just bury it. You know, it was almost like they were, uh, WWF home team fans and there they were they were there to let you know that you're not welcome but they still bought a ticket to come see you so so go figure it was uh wrestling fans are awesome man that they, they will let you know exactly what what they're thinking at that time good bad or indifferent and uh, i tell you this though it's a lot harder other than working pensacola and driving everywhere and now you're jumping on planes and really with no particular order in mind, just whatever day you could get the building dictated on where you went in those days. And uh, Crockett was expanding and it was some test markets and, and a lot, just a lot of stuff going on, you know, as they were starting to formulate a game plan, I guess. No doubt. I mean, you're, you're growing by leaps and bounds and it all comes back to the TV that we talked about. And you just happen to be the hot angle on that very first episode. But as a reminder, Crockett has recently gotten control of that famous WTBS time slot Saturday, six Oh five, which is why we're dropping Saturday, six Oh five here. Of course we're AM instead of PM, but you get the idea. Uh, now it's a big time national show. And speaking of national Arn is the national tag team champion. And he's going to be defending those the very next day on May 2nd, 1985, uh, at an event in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Once again, Manny Fernandez and Thunderbolt Patterson are going to be challenging, but you're not on the B side here, Arn. you're going to win. And it's not by DQ or any shenanigans, just a hard hitting ass kicking match that goes 24 minutes and 20 seconds. And I'm curious from your perspective with uh, a guy who's getting up there in age, a veteran, Maybe not getting around like he used to, like Thunderbolt. All the heavy lifting in a match like this that's going 24 minutes, it's got to be done by Manny, right? Absolutely. There's no other way it could have. Uh, it's one of those deals where, you know, he had to step up. If we went 24 minutes, I would suggest the two workhorses in that match were probably Manny and guess who? Uh, Arn, Arnold Anderson. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Because I can assure you, what Oli? <laughs> Oli in, in Pittsburgh, with his bank account at that current time and the stroke he was wielding, was not a human Super Bowl. No. Guess who was? Uh, that'd be Arnold. Little brother, little cousin, little nephew, whatever, whatever he I is. Was. <laughs> <laughs> some I had some affiliation through blood with Oli Anderson. Let's just leave it at that blood brothers. Maybe. All right. Listen up. I just turned 40 and now this is on my radar more than ever. Uh, I've got some, uh, I guess we would call them old man pains. Not really, but listen, if you've got some nagging little things here or there that aren't exactly super comfortable, or maybe you're having trouble sleeping, or maybe you have some anxiety 
or perhaps it's one of those deals where stress is just kicking your butt. CBD isn't about what you feel. It's about what you don't feel specifically that stress, that anxiety, that pain, that sleeplessness, that nervousness and feels is a better way to feel better. Listen up. Feels is a premium CBD that will help you keep your head clear and feel your best. It's hassle-free. It's delivered directly to your door and CBD naturally helps you reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. But maybe best of all, there's no hangover or addiction. This has been a game changer for me. I've had a knee injury for like 20 something years that I've never really properly gotten checked out and taken care of. Uh, but I think I can power through and I don't want to go under the knife. So when it starts to act up, boom, I place a few drops of feels under my tongue and I feel the difference within minutes. This also works for folks who struggle with sleeplessness. Eric Bischoff and Lois Shivani use this to go ahead and get to sleep and stay asleep. And the thing to remember about CBD is that finding your right dose is important. And really everyone's dose is different. In fact, feels offers a free CBD hotline to help you guide your personal experience to make sure that you're getting your perfect dose. And the feels customer service team is dedicated to making sure you get the best use of your CBD. Joining the feels monthly membership team makes your self care easy and you'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel anytime. So start feeling better with feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash ARN and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash ARN to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off of your first order with free shipping. That's feels.com slash ARN. Hey, I want to mention, you know, this is the era where, as we said earlier, Jim Crockett's expanding. So we're running two crews. So like when you're in Trenton, New Jersey, there's a whole other group of guys working in Marion, Ohio at the County Fairgrounds Coliseum. Uh, guys like Dusty Rhodes were there, Dick Slater. And here, when you're in Pittsburgh, working a really long match, the other crew is in Columbia, South Carolina. The main event over there is Magnum TA and Buddy Landell. The main event on your show here in Pittsburgh is Ron Garvin and Tully Blanchard. At the time, they're the national heavyweight champion and the television champion. Did you have a preference which card you'd rather be on? I mean, conventional wisdom would say, well, the one that pays the most, duh. But in terms of working in front of Columbia, South Carolina fans or working in front of Pittsburgh fans, do you have a preference? Fans had nothing to do with it, but that 90 miles from Charlotte to Columbia, there you go. Had everything to do with it. Yeah. Jump in your car hour and 20 minutes, you were sitting in the doorway in Columbia. That's the kind of stuff when you're in this for the long haul and you've been to some places already that had horrible, te- you know, travel schedules, which was Mid-South. And then you had Pensacola, which was a piece of cake. You knew the difference when you saw your booking. Even if Pittsburgh did, you know, really good business for that time, still you had to get on two planes. You had to go through two rental car lines. You had to find a building all that stuff, probably have the first flight out the next morning. There was just a lot more involved and I'm not complaining. That's what I signed up for. You know, even it wouldn't have mattered if I would have had three connections to even get you there on a plane, it it would have been outstanding because I'm living the dream and it's all kicking in about that time. 
I figured out, you know, hey, we're we're going to all these major cities and you're in a good position. Certainly don't bitch about the travel. And it when, there's a big difference when you're 26 and when you're 46. Talk to me a little bit about, you know, your attitude towards wrestling and, and how maybe it changed because we've talked a little bit about big guys or, or, or big time talents who probably could have performed on a bigger stage. A guy like bullet Bob comes to mind. I mean, he could have been a, a much bigger national star, but he wanted to be close to home and your old pal, Mr. Stubbs, he sort of felt the same way based on your testimony, but you eventually have to make a decision. Do you not? I mean, do you want to be a local guy and do okay? Or do you really want to swing for the fences and try to see how far you can take this thing? Is that really what motivates you to make that trip to Pittsburgh rather than scooting over to Columbia? If you didn't want to be in the main event and the biggest company in the world or the second biggest company in the world, or as you're making your way to the biggest company in the world, whichever one you happen to be working for, if you don't want to be on last and you don't want to be figured in the main event, and if you don't want to have a uh, bearing on the success of the company, then you probably ought to find something else to do. Now, keep in mind, Bob Armstrong and, and the Fullers and Jimmy Golden and Jerry Stubbs, all those guys had decided in their mind, you know, hey, I can make, plus they had, you know, got here's the key thing, Conrad, they had points except for Jerry, when you got points in the company, you know, if you, let me see now what I want to go to Charlotte, which is rebuilding, maybe make, um, 60, 70 grand, or what I want to stay right here in Pensacola and make 70 grand and travel 800 miles a week. And a lot of them, because they were, you know, they all bought homes. They all put their kids in school. All the Armstrongs went through Gulf Breeze, you know, school system. It uh, And it's just a, a heavenly life. But if you're a young, single guy, like I was at the time, um, which has nothing to do with anything other than the fact that I don't have kids at home and a wife yet and all those responsibilities. All I had to do was learn the business. I could just concentrate on the business. And uh, in those days, it was very important because you were working with guys you'd never worked with. You were going to towns you'd never been to and people, different towns perceived you different ways. And, uh, Everything was a challenge, but every day was fresh and brand new too. And that's the way I looked at it. And, uh, the travel didn't bother me. It was just, I knew the difference. By now, everyone has heard that real estate is hotter than ever. Homes are routinely selling for thousands of dollars above the listing price. But if you aren't looking to sell your home or buy another, you may have wondered, how does today's hot market affect me? Today, your house is very likely worth more than ever before. And that means you have more equity than ever before. And that represents a real opportunity to change your life. Now's the perfect time to consolidate all of your credit cards. You see, the interest you pay on a credit card is not only at a very high rate, it's also not tax deductible. Families just like yours have saved 
five, six, seven, even $800 per month. And you can too at savewithconrad.com. Oh, and if you've been dreaming of remodeling your kitchen, master bathroom, maybe putting in a pool or even a home theater, this is your chance to turn your house into your dream home with no money out of pocket. So why not let my family get your family the best mortgage you've ever had at savewithconrad.com. First family mortgage, NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. Oh, and did I mention no house payments for two months? At savewithconrad.com. Well, you, uh, you keep the train on the tracks. <clears throat> You're going to uh, continue to work against, um, Manny and Thunderbolt, but they never take the straps off of you or not here. Uh, and then eventually you do get an opportunity to wrestle some different opponents. This time it happens in your hometown. Well, these days, your hometown, Charlotte, North Carolina, Buzz Sawyer and Pez Watley. How was that as a tag team? Pez Watley was outstanding. You know, he had a lot of charisma, uh, good amateur wrestler, good professional wrestler, had a lot of, uh, you know, pizzazz and, uh, buzz was, you know, buzz, buzz was a fist fight every time you went to the ring with him and he was going to get his shit in. He was going to get over at whoever's expense he had to. So you better be on your toes. You better not eat late because you were going to be in a scuffle with buzz, uh, I think it helped a little bit that Buzz respected Ole and Ole had kind of given him one of his breaks on that TV and the angle that he had with Tommy Rich is, you know, relatively famous in wrestling circles. I mean, they had a, a war, which lasted, I don't know how long, but, uh, you know, and Buzz, you know, was a guy that just, man, he liked to get in there and slug it out. So, uh, it probably made for a good match. I'm sure it did. How about this for something a little different? May the 4th, 1985, you're in Bassett, Virginia in a high school gym. It's a worldwide television taping and, uh, boy, there's a lot of moving parts here, but check this out. David Crockett conducts an interview with Paul Jones and he reviews footage of Jimmy Valiant attacking Jones and, uh, Valiant said whoever he aligns himself with is in trouble. And during the match, it's announced that Paul Jones had just signed the services of Abdullah, the butcher and, uh, Abdullah, the butcher is going to be coming into the promotion. Had you worked with Abdullah before? Never. What did you well, heard about? I mean, you just seen the magazines or had you ever had heard a you, story of this guy? Do you have a reputation? Well, God, buddy, I told you the story of Pee Wee Anderson and myself as Fans went to a live show in Rome and were standing there on the rail and Abdullah was fighting whoever he was fighting and both of them were were bleeding and Pee Wee reached over and smacked Abby on the back and he turned around and made a run at us at the rail. I almost fell down. I took off. Uh, Pee Wee pissed his pants. Don't you remember that story? Forgot about that. A large PP. Uh, I guess it was involuntary. So anyway, it was so bad that everybody was pointing and laughing, and we did, had to leave and not see the end of the show. You're going to be uh, doing TV again in these WTBS studios on May uh, in May of '85, May Fourth, uh, in fact. Uh, Ole and Arn going to be getting a win over Gerald Finley and Richard Die. 
Uh, later that night, you're in Cincinnati, Ohio. It's the main event. Manny Fernandez and Thunderbolt Patterson are going to beat you and Ole. Uh, and it's interesting to note that the very next day was the parade of champions over in world-class. You're not on the show, but this is a time where Ric Flair is still making appearances as the NWA world champion. And he's going to go to a double count out with Kevin Von Erich. This is May 5th, 1985, 26,153 fans. When you're sort of in the race car, as we like to say, making towns, do you even hear about a big show like this or is it all just, you know, through the game of wrestler telephone? No, you would hear about it through like the event coordinator and you know, they would get the word. Those guys would communicate. Hey, did you hear what Dallas did last night? Da, 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 da. And, uh, it was mostly, you would hear about it through those guys. Now, sometimes you had friends that were in other territories and you'd have the wife network if they were friends, mm. you know, cause they're on the phone talking while we're on the road, you know, they gotta, they gotta have a life obviously. And, uh, you would hear about it. The guys would call home and they go, Hey man, we had a hell of a house tonight. Da, 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 da. Because in those days you would get excited about being positioned right on a big house. Cause remember those payoffs were a direct, uh, there was a correlation with, with what is going on at the gate correlation. Bang Bingo. Uh, where you had a hell of a house and you were in, in a money slot, man, you had a big payday coming and you could anticipate it. Most times it would happen exactly like you thought. Uh, and it was something to get excited about. That's what generated you going out and doing the extra things and working with a pulled groin and, or getting your nose splattered on your face and, and continuing to work or couple of teeth knocked out or a concussion and you're trying to get through the match because buddy when that when that match had a direct correlation to say the next show that jumped 10 or 15 grand right showed up in your paycheck and that's that's what it's all about whatever you earn that's what you make you know, we're learning as we listen to this Arn broadcast every week that Arn was getting better at his craft. He was perfecting his craft. He was learning how to work with anybody. He was learning how to have a good match with anybody. Back in the day in wrestling, they called that a mechanic. Now these days, if you're a mechanic, you're going to get a deal on your, on your auto parts. If you go down to the corner store, but if you're like you and I, well, they're going to charge you up to twice as much. Can you believe that? Just recently discovered that if you walk into one of those national chains that sells car and auto parts, they're going to charge you up to twice as much. If you're a do it yourselfer for the same stuff, and that's never the case at rockauto.com. You see our friends at rockauto.com are a family owned business. They've been serving auto parts customers online for like 20 years. So go to rockauto.com for all the auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They've even got stuff like engine control modules or carpet for your car or brake parts or tail lamps or motor oil. Whether it's a classic or a daily driver, everything you need is available right now at rockauto.com. And in just a few clicks, you can get it delivered directly to your door. This online catalog at rockauto.com is so easy. Even Arn can do it. And that's saying something. He refers to himself as a high tech redneck. 
quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle, choose the brands, choose the specs and the prices you prefer. And best of all, the prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and get this the same for everyone. I don't really dig the way that these uh, stores have been handling the pricing on this. This seems unfair. Rock Auto to the rescue, man. RockAuto.com has an amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car or truck will ever need. It's RockAuto.com. So do me a favor. Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Just take a look. And when you find what you're looking for, write in Arn in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. That's RockAuto.com. And when you get to that How Did You Hear About Us box, just write in Arn. Uh, May 5th, you're going to be in Steubenville, Ohio, again, in the main event. It's another tag team affair, Manning and Thunderbolt against Arn and, uh, Ole. Um, the hits keep coming May 7th. You're back in Allentown this time at the ag hall. It's a singles match this time with you and Manny, and it's a no DQ match. Is anybody communicating to you that perhaps the reason you guys keep running the Northeast is because you're trying to make a run at Vince. I mean, you sort of summed it up from a wrestler perspective. I think that a lot of WWF fans would buy tickets simply to sort of troll you guys. I don't think that was really a word people used back then, but they're there to just sort of take the piss out of the NWA performers, but it is a WWF stronghold, especially a town like Allentown. That is a WWF town. And here you are. Did Crockett feel like his territory had been attacked and now he's trying to reciprocate or fire back or is just the, the whole hoopla surrounding WrestleMania make Crockett think maybe there's money in them Hills. Well, I think it's probably to be honest with you, he's testing the waters because Allentown, if I'm not correct, or if I'm not wrong, excuse me, is, uh, isn't that the town they used to do TV in all the time? Yes. All the, t- all the time. That's where the chant boring originated. I didn't know that. Yes, sir. I think they're famous for that. What a rotten thing to be famous for too. Damn. Because most of the time that gets chanted when it's not boring, but it's just a group of people, you know, that's a way to get really under your skin. Um, So I think, you know, they were testing the waters to just see what these towns would produce. And, uh, it was Vince's stronghold. And I think it was all out war by this point. And nobody was worried about running somebody else's towns. Cause the fact is once you got that TBS superstation, 605 to 805 could run anywhere that that TV went and it went everywhere. Uh, you're going to be back on uh, Jim Crockett promotions, TV and WTBS. And this time. Uh, you and Oli are going to have a, a conversation about how you're sick of being nice to Thunderbolt Patterson. And now he's at the top of the hit list. Uh, there's going to be a match here with Bob Roop and you guys aren't an Oli taking on Buzz Sawyer, Pez Watley and the Italian stallion. We haven't spent a ton of time talking about Bob Roop, uh, old school territory guy. Uh, how were your matches or, or, or your time spent with him? Well, Bob was a shooter. He was a big amateur wrestler. It didn't, his style didn't really um, convert to, let's just say, Buzz, who was a good amateur too, and he would incorporate some of that style into the match. Bob's 
not so much. I think he was more of a Greco-Roman upper body amateur wrestler, but he was a friend of Ole's. I know that. I know just from their conversations that, that Ole uh, liked him, respected him, if that's possible, uh, for Ole to like somebody. But I, I got the impression he liked Bob, so uh, I'm sure he enjoyed having him on the team. Jim Crockett's going to venture out to Wheeling, Pennsylvania on May 17th. Once again, the main event is featuring your pal, Arn Anderson teaming with Ole once again, against Manny and Thunderbolt. It's pretty remarkable when you think about it, you know, how quickly you come into the territory and not only are you figured in, you got a belt and you're closing the show more often than not. Uh, this is a lot of confidence from Jim Crockett promotions when it came time for uh payday to roll around. Do you just get an envelope? Are you, are you sitting down and, and meeting with someone? How does compensation work in this era within the, the system of Jim Crockett promotions? Um, I'm pretty sure we got our checks at, uh, on Wednesday when we did promos Okay. at the office. So you go down to the building on Briar bend, you go to the garage around back, uh, Tony Schiavone's there as your stick man. And, uh, I assume David or Jimmy or somebody hands you an envelope and maybe a breakdown. I think you go, we went in the office part of it where Dave, somebody, Dave Johnson, him. he was the accountant maybe. And you went in and picked it up from him. I think is a, is the way that happened. Or he may have came out into that area and passed him out. I, I'm, I'm not sure. Was there some sort of formula you could count on? Did you usually have a good rule of thumb uh, when you're trying to guess what your payday might be. I mean, cause it really is kind of a surprise when you open that envelope, right? Yeah. It, sometimes it was a hit and miss. And sometimes you would think you had a, a good one coming, but then you had to realize, and I were, and I'm starting to learn that it, that side of the business too, because I wanted to know what to expect. And just like I'd rather shoot down to Columbia for whatever that payoff was going to be other than, couple of planes and rental cars and all the other stuff that was involved or cabs or hotel rooms or whatever, because now remember that all came out of your end. You know, they weren't paying for rental cars and they weren't paying for hotel rooms. So where you had to stay over somewhere that was out of your pocket. So you'd take that right off the top of your payoff. But then again, you would think about, okay, uh, the office is paying for the plane tickets at least. So that's going to come out of our end, whether we believe it or not. Uh, and it was just one of those things that it was hit and miss. You could have a really good town, but then you would find out somewhere like Pittsburgh that the rent on the building was huge. Right. And you, and you, you just get disappointed, but what are you going to do? Yeah. You know? Uh, it was the nature of the beast. And sometimes you would go into a, a small arena that had very small rent and you drove to it from Charlotte. Let's just say, uh, let's just say it was the old building in Charleston, South Carolina that had the rusted radiators and all that, you know, it's a 200 mile drive from Charlotte, but, uh, the rent was really low. And sometimes you'd walk out of there thrilled with what your payoff was. We weren't expecting it. When you have an issue with payoff, do you run it past one of the boys? Is that something you can talk to Oli about? Or do you just go sit down with Dave? Or do you ask for a meeting with David or Jimmy? Or how does that work? 
Well, I had the one, as you remember, the yep. big show in uh, uh, Greensboro yep. that we talked about. It was early on, and that was the Black Jack Mulligan uh, example that I used, which yep. he really didn't get. So I had two conversations about about payoffs, and the rest of the time, you know, I, I didn't talk about it. It's none of my business what anybody else makes. Uh, if they they hadn't started fishing for what I was making because the towns were down, a lot of most of these towns, if you went back and checked them and checked the houses, again, Jimmy, I think, was fishing. He was seeing what was out there, what would draw, what wouldn't. There were some more expenses involved than normally just driving everywhere. Uh, so there was a lot of variables in it. I didn't really discuss uh, what I was making, but I saw that it was the fact that we were on last. I'm sure we were being compensated as good as you can for what the house was. And it was, had it started to go up. You know, when we're talking about money, you know, I'm not asking you to give me specifics, but I am wondering, are you handling your own taxes at this point? Are you talking to some of the boys and you're saying, how do y'all handle this? Are you keeping like log books for mileage and all your deductions? Is it mostly a cash business back in that day? Just talk me through that piece. Well, uh, Tim Horner, which I owe for a lot of things, um, give me a place to live, teaching me in the ring. He also put me on a accountant. He said, you need to get an accountant right away. And he said, no matter what you do, sis, this is a common mistake to not get behind on your taxes. Number one priority, pay your taxes. And he turned me on to an accountant out in Louisiana who I kept for his name was Blaine Abair. Lane, if you're out there, thank you, buddy. I had you for a long, long time, and he handled my stuff. Now, I wasn't making that much money, to be honest with you. I did not have big years in Pensacola, if you look at it as far as big years. Uh, I did not have a big year for sure with with, uh, Bill Watts. So this was going to be, 85 would be the first year that I had a pretty big year and it hadn't started quite yet. We're not there yet. I do want to ask in terms of, um, you know, the accountant, I know this sounds silly and some of our listeners are probably like, Oh gosh, here goes Conrad, the mortgage guy again, but are you like turning in receipts and stuff on a monthly basis, a quarterly basis, or are you just saving it up and taking them a shoebox at the end of the year? Another thing I learned, uh, everything that's spent on the road, you can write off. Now you couldn't write off your rent. Um, but gas maintenance on your vehicle, hotel rooms, all that stuff, you could write it off. So every receipt that I got, because I didn't qualify for a credit card quite yet. Um, I would just pay cash for everything and, uh, I would take every receipt and I had 12 of those big manila envelopes January through December. And I put every receipt in there. God bless him. Blaine, a bear got 12 of those and with just a bunch of random receipts, but you know, I tried to keep them in order. I took a, one of those paper clips and 
slipped them on there. So they were semi in order and it wasn't probably wasn't as hard for him to figure out what I owed. Plus I paid my uh, quarterlies, which is a big part of it. That's how you didn't get behind pay your quarterlies. You know, PEDs have been a part of wrestling for a long time. And, uh, I've always felt like that was a topic that we should be talking about more and more on these old school wrestling podcasts. Of course, these days, PEDs are still commonplace on wrestling podcasts, except they're for your wiener. Of course, I'm talking about bluechew.com. Bluechew is the sponsor of this show and they're sponsoring erections nationwide over at bluechew.com. Here's the thing, man, guys, uh, here's a pro tip. Confidence can take you far in life. Heard a lot of ladies say that nothing's sexier than confidence and blue shoe is going to help you get that confidence where it counts. You know, when it's uh, time to step up to the plate, that's really where blue shoe comes in. Blue shoe is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredient as both Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Now, the process is simple. You'll sign up at bluechew.com. You'll consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And here's the best part. It's all done online. So there's no visits to the doctor's office. There's no awkward conversations and there's no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Bluetooth tablets are made in the USA. They're prepared and shipped directly to your door, all in a discreet package. So if you could benefit from extra confidence where it counts, Blue Chew can help. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew for free when you use our promo code ARN at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com. The promo code is ARN to receive your first month for free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. You know, PEDs have been a part of wrestling for a long time. And, uh, I've always felt like that was a topic that we should be talking about more and more on these old school wrestling podcasts. Of course, these days, PEDs are still commonplace on wrestling podcasts, except they're for your wiener. Of course, I'm talking about bluechew.com. Bluechew is the sponsor of this show and they're sponsoring erections nationwide over at bluechew.com. Here's the thing, man, guys, uh, here's a pro tip. Confidence can take you far in life. Heard a lot of ladies say that nothing's sexier than confidence and blue shoe is going to help you get that confidence where it counts. You know, when it's uh, time to step up to the plate, that's really where blue shoe comes in. Blue shoe is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredient as both Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost, you can take them anytime day or night. So you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Now the process is simple. You'll sign up at bluechew.com. You'll consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And here's the best part. It's all done online. So there's no visits to the doctor's office. There's no awkward conversations and there's no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Bluetooth tablets are made in the USA. They're prepared and shipped directly to your door, all in a discreet package. So if you could benefit from extra confidence where it counts, Bluetooth can help. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Bluetooth for free when you use our promo code ARN at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com. The promo code is ARN to receive your first month for free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. 
What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. So as we're talking about, you know, the business of professional wrestling, are you so far in your run? Are you pleased with your payoffs? I know you had the one payoff you weren't tickled with, but now that, you know, you've sort of settled in overall by and large, uh, you clearly you're happy with your creative. You're happy with your position on the card. You're happy with your championship status. If you will income wise, has it met your expectations? Here is what, uh, helped, helped me. It had went up, but it was still along those lines of, I want to say it was around, I was probably averaging maybe 1200 a week. Here was the, uh, that's top line gross before you pay your expenses. Yes. Yeah. That, That would, that was, and now all your expenses came out of it. All your taxes came out of it. I was living, as you recall, during this period, I was living at granny's with granny, no rent, just helping grandma. I took that, that money that I would have been paying for rent and all that, that went to her, paid all her bills. So that saved me. That really did. It saved me. I was still, because I was making sure I put back money for the taxes and all that stuff. I was probably still breaking even at, you know, at those days I had, um, I wasn't blowing much because you were traveling every day. You don't have a chance I, to spend it. Yeah. Where were you, where are you going to go? Every single day was like, you know, even if you were on the driving end of it, it was least, it was at least at a bare minimum, 200 miles that you were driving hundred down, hundred back. And at the most, it could be three forty each way. So you, I mean, you worked every day. There's no such thing as days off. Um, so you were working. There wasn't any time to, to spend any money. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. Woo! With the real estate market being so hot, you have more equity than ever before. Use that equity to consolidate all of your credit card debt and get the cash you need to turn your house into your dream home at SaveWithConrad.com. So t- chat me up about, you said a minute ago, when I was paying my expenses, you know, the rental cars and the hotels and all that. You sort of indicated you paid cash for everything. I mean, you mean you wrote a check. You're not just walking around with a wad of thousands of dollars in your pocket, right? No, no. Um, um, I want to say I just took enough for whatever that loop I thought was going to be. Now, remember when you got in a rent a car in those days, because all your expenses came out of your plane ticket was paid for. Now you could either get a cab to the building and back to the hotel afterwards, or you could rent a car. We were renting that car and there was four guys say, I'm the one that rented it. Let's just say, or usually I tried to get somebody else to rent it so that I could just give them cash and I could very easily keep up with what I gave them. Okay. My, my, my part of the rent a car was 18 bucks. 
there was usually three of us in a hotel room. We were usually healing a room. We talked about what that is, what healing a room is. That means yeah. you get two double beds. One guy pulls the mattress off, have a coin flip. Whoever gets the worst part of the for- the coin flip has to sleep on the box springs. The other guy gets a full bed. The other guy gets a- the mattress on the floor. So every way possible. Plus, if you were in Charlotte riding in a guy's personal car, you paid transportation. Five cents a mile. On some days, would you have rather just slept in the damn car than sleeping on the box springs? Hell no. <laughs> Sleep in the car? Are you kidding me? But the box springs, golly, that doesn't sound comfortable at all. Yeah, it, it was. It was the shits. But you got to also remember we would, uh, you had to be smart. You know, we were tired from traveling. You worked your ass off in the ring that night. If you drank five or six beers uh, really quick. It didn't matter. Really quick. You could probably get down, get your head down on that box spring and make it happen. <laughs> I tried to win the coin flip most of the time. <laughs> Not to say I had a two-headed coin or anything. I was going to say, you would think a slick willy like you'd have a two-headed coin in one of them pockets. I was not digging the box springs. No, nobody was. Let's talk about Greenwood, South Carolina. It's a TV taping for worldwide. And, uh, of course you're going to be doing a promo with, uh, David Von Eric, uh, Von Eric, listen to me, David Crockett. And, um, in the promo, you say, Hey, we take a lot of beatings, but we only need one shot to turn the tide and win. And Oli then starts noting the big cities that they had competed in. And he starts name dropping Andre, the giant, Bill Watts, Bruno San Martino. These are all the men that the Andersons had defeated or ran from. And then Ole said, they're going to fend off the challenge of Manny Fernandez and Thunderbolt Patterson. This is all happening while David Crockett is your stick, man. It's an interesting strategy mentioning the WWF staple, Bruno San Martino. And of course, Andre, the giant and another territory guy like Bill Watts. It feels as if, you know, he's trying to lay the seeds. I don't know. Create a little controversy. Um, is that a, an only thing or is that a Crockett thing? Well, his history was with all those guys, right? His history also was being the owner slash booker. Yeah. When he fought all those guys, which tells me he fared pretty well. So all those people across the country that were watching that TV remembered the Andersons and those battles that they had with those guys. None of those included me, but I think Ole just went because he could. Yeah, sure. He, he name dropped. It was all accurate statements that he made and the people that knew knew and the other ones that didn't, he was just Ole Anderson being an asshole and cutting a hell of a promo. Let's take a listen here. Arn. I think I found that promo. With us right now, the national tag team champions, Ole Anderson and Arn Anderson. David Crockett, you know, everywhere we go, people saying, every time we see the Minnesota Wrecking Crew, they're getting a fool beat out of them. They're getting punched, they're getting kicked, and they're just people just like uh, Manny Fernandez, uh, we'll, we'll get on to him. But the only thing, the point I'm trying to make, David Crockett, is, yes, we do take a lot of punishment. We do take a lot of punches. But all we want is just to get one in. 
If we can get one in, then we take over and we do it the way we want to do it. And that's Anderson style. And you know what that's all about from years past. Mr. Ole Anderson. You know, even the biggest man goes down. You sit there and you nibble away a little bit at a time. And he's got to go. I don't care who you're talking about. You think about the people that we've beaten. We're up around that New York area. We're up around Baltimore and Washington, Philadelphia, Atlanta, Charlotte, Greensboro, wherever we happen to be, I'm sure somebody in the crowd will remember. Somebody watching TV is going to remember. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Andersons did beat uh, Andre the Giant. Oh, yeah, out in Oklahoma, they did beat Bill Watts. Oh, that's right, up in uh, Pittsburgh in that area. I think uh, Bruno Sammartino even retired because the Anderson brothers were coming that way. Well, Manny Fernandez, you and Thunderbolt Patterson or Dusty Rhodes or any one of you, you better really stop and think. Because when you get in the ring against us, you're not going to get a couple of fancy guys. Oh, no, no. You're going to get two of the toughest and two of the meanest guys in the world. You're looking at the Minnesota Wrecking Crew. And, David, a lot of times you and I, we don't agree. I know. We don't agree with a lot of people. But the one thing that you and everybody else has to agree, we're awful doggone good. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it from the National Tag Team Champions, the Minnesota Wrecking Crew. Now let's go to the ring. All right, guys, we hope you're liking our new format here on the show. We're trying to take a more personal approach to uh, telling Arn Anderson's story. And man, if you're looking to give a personal gift that tells your story or a family member's story, can I recommend paintyourlife.com? This is such a game changer. Everyone I've introduced this to has become such a big fan. At this point, I've lost track of how many of these things I've ordered for my friends or family, but even Dave Silva's gotten in on the action. I think he just ordered one for his parents. He gave me one for my birthday and he was overwhelmed with the results. Needless to say, I loved it. This is something that is going to level up gift giving. If you're looking for a, a truly meaningful gift, something that's personal and something that will be cherished forever. Look no further than paintyourlife.com. Here's what we're talking about. You can get a professional hand painted portrait created by a world-class artist using any photo at a truly affordable price. You'll work with this team of world-class artists and you'll work with them until every detail is perfect. They've got a very easy user-friendly platform that allows you to order a custom-made hand-painted portrait in like five minutes. It's so quick and easy, you'll even get the portrait in just about three weeks. Now, when I say send any picture, I mean any picture, like even off of your phone. It doesn't have to be a professionally done photo, and it can be a photo of anything. It could be of yourself, it could be of you and your wife, or your girlfriend, it could be of your fiance, it could be of your kids, an aunt who passed away, an uncle who passed away, grandma, grandpa, mom, dad, any of your family members, a special place, maybe where you grew up as a kid, your family home, uh, maybe y'all had a favorite treat, maybe it's an old pet that unfortunately is no longer with us because, well, they were man's best friend. Maybe the coolest thing of all, they'll even let you combine photos into one painting. Meaning, let's say that grandpa just recently passed away and he never got to meet your newborn. PaintYourLife.com can make it look like it happened. And you want to talk about the ultimate gift? Give that to grandma? Dude, this is such a game changer. I believe in this so much. It's great for birthdays. It's great for anniversaries. It's great for weddings. It's great just because. But it's meaningful. It's personal. And it'll be cherished forever. And at PaintYourLife.com, there's no risk. If you don't love the final painting, your money's refunded. Guaranteed. And right now is a limited time offer. You can get 20% off your painting. That's right. 20% off and free shipping. 
To get this special offer, just text the word ARN to 64,000. That's ARN to 64,000. Text ARN to 64,000. Paint your life. Celebrate the moments that matter most. Terms apply. Available at paintyourlife.com slash terms. Again, text ARN to 64,000. So there you go. You can, uh, you know, Tony and I talk about this a lot. Whenever we see these promos that are done in front of a live studio audience like this, usually because we're doing live to tape, you would have the guys go ahead and start making their way to the ring. And the competitors are just standing around the ring, waiting on the promo to finish. And then they'll start wrestling. Well, that allows the fans to start yelling and hooting and hollering and chanting. And I thought, man, that's gotta be distracting to the guys who are trying to do a promo. And it sort of takes you out of the moment from their promo and what they're trying to say. And it felt like right there, you were even falling victim to that a little bit too. They're hooting and hollering. It caused you to lose your train of thought a little bit. Now, of course, years later on raw and nitro and things like that, you're just going to be doing promos right in the middle of the ring. Um, but that had to be a little challenging to uh, pretend as if the fans aren't there and ignore them, but go ahead and say what you got to say. Yeah. Sometimes it would break your concentration, but that's all part about becoming a better, bigger, stronger professional. You learn to tune that out. You learn to focus in on what you're trying to say. Uh, just in my voice at that point, I wasn't, whatever reason I wasn't as cocky or confident or whatever I should have been that night. That wasn't me at my best by a long shot. I think I was still learning. I know I was still learning. And when you're standing there by Ole Anderson, I don't care what anybody says. It's a little bit intimidating. he's, He's my partner. And, you know, he certainly didn't have any problem with his confidence. You know, that was a great promo. I had no problem believing it. You No. I, uh, he spoke so comfortably, so confidently. Uh, I mean, if he tells you, uh, it's raining, I'm going to go ahead and grab the umbrella. I'm believing it. Yeah. Yeah. And just, you know, he wasn't screaming, just very intelligent, articulate and the names he dropped. And I knew he would do something like that for you people that know you've seen it. There was a history there. He probably didn't name one person that him and Gene did not have a history with. So, Shit. All he did was tell the truth, but he just did it in a way that, man, I really don't like that guy, but don't tell him I said so. How was, uh, how was David as a, uh, a stick man for you? The guy sort of holding the microphone. Did you have a preference hammer, Tony? Well, well not, I mean, David, it was his company and I was not lost on that fact. Him and him and the Crockett's, you know, I think Tony was straight professional right off the get go. Tony was very, very good. He was a baby face. The audience liked him. You know, he was just a pro. He picked it up. He never stepped on you. The mic was always where it needed to be. If you said something to him, he had a response. He wasn't completely overwhelmed or dumbfounded. Tony was a pro from the very first time I ever saw him hold a microphone to somebody's mouth. Uh, when I first got to Crockett promotions and, uh, he was just a likable guy. He since got a little cranky. Yeah. As you know. He's real pissy these days. Yeah. Yeah. He will text me just to cuss me with no setup, no lead in, no apparent reason. Except he enjoys it. I uh this is real. I got a text message series from him yesterday. It was a link. And it says, See you today at two PM Eastern, you motherfucker. And uh less than one minute later, he texted <laughs> cocksucker. Uh, so 
that's how we communicate with each other now. And, uh, I think sometimes people who listen to our show don't get that. They think that I'm being rude to him or he's being rude to me, but that really is the way you just communicate with Tony Schiavone, right? No, he's being rude to me. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> You're the boss. Oh, whatever. You got a little more stroke me. I'm just some jabroni that he can cuss. And if he just takes a dip in his day, let's just say maybe he just left the little boy's room and he washed his hands and he's drying his hands and his phone's laying there. That's enough reason he's got to pick it up and cut me a scathing message. Do you ever send him a receipt back? Yeah. I I said, usually it's the same one. I mean, you know, we can do without all that swearing for God's sake. Of course he's hurtful with that. And it's like, it just flew right over his head. He will come back with even more cursing. Of course. He didn't know how he's low class. It is what it is. I wouldn't say low class. I would just say that he's he's angry. Arn, this is a guy who eats Vienna sausages out of the can every day for lunch. Did you know that? No, but I like them on a plate myself. Oh God. I got to rethink. I I never imagined that that was your speed. Do you eat sardines too? He's a big sardine. No, no, no. no. But Hey, listen, let me give you a, hold up a second. Since we're, we're back on an eating thing. And we always seem to get on. Take them out of the can, oh, get no. all, get all that extra, whatever that goop, is, the juice, the goop, get you some really fresh white bread and just a light coat of mayo, oh, lay, lay those things out, man. It's a nice sandwich. <sighs> Potted meat oh. on saltines and that canned, my favorite, the canned corned beef, put that in a pan with some with some onions, stir it up. Ladies and gentlemen, I can't believe it. We are in the last week of July already, and before you know it, the kids will be back in school and the summer will be over. But what's not over is the value you continue to have access to over at adfreeshows.com. It's full steam ahead, and with your favorite podcasts early and ad-free, plus those can't-miss interactive experiences and all the bonus content. Just this month alone, the ad-free show's members were treated to extra content with Kurt Angle discussing his last match in WWE against Sabu prior to joining TNA. Then JR stopped by and relived Hulk Hogan's iconic heel turn at Bash at the Beach, Then we had Eric Bischoff grace us with his presence to watch along as Cactus Jack battled Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff in a Falls Count Anywhere four-star match. And you don't want to miss what Eric had to share about the very talented Mr. Wonderful. So do it now. Sign up and begin working your way through the archives. We have both audio and video options, so whether you're back to commuting or have time to relax on the couch with your favorite mobile device, it's all available at your fingertips right now over at adfreeshows.com. I can't believe y'all, you guys should be a tag team. Damn Oli, you and Tony should be the potted meat brothers. He eats potted meat six days a week. The only day he doesn't is when he's trying to uh, spend time with rebel or Reba or whatever they're calling her these days. Number uh, one, I only eat these said items maybe once every six months. I can't believe Mrs. Lindy allows it in the house. It feels like she something she, she, 
She don't partake. No, I, you don't have to tell me that. I knew that. I know her. She, she will look at me when I'm putting them, if we happen to be at the grocery store at the same time, or if I go, I usually catch, get that stuff loaded up and bring it home. And as I'm helping unpack, she'll look at me like, really? Uh, I don't have to eat that stuff anymore. And you shouldn't be, it's pretty much her statement. Accurate. But I think she had it. I know she had fried spam when she was growing up, which makes a pretty nice sandwich too. No, it doesn't. Listen, guys, don't listen to him. He's uh he's getting old and senile. He doesn't have Alzheimer's yet. He's got what we call in the South. Some timers. He's just making things up. Don't let him lie on Mrs. Lundy like that. Let's, let's talk about the match on this same show. Ole and Aaron are going to defeat the NWA junior heavyweight champion, Denny Brown and George South. One minute, 28 seconds. South is going to submit to only standing arm bar boy, simpler times. Haven't spent a lot of time talking about George South. I'm sure you've got some fun George South stories you can share. Well, just George is still at it. Yeah. George, George still wrestles on the weekend, right? Yeah, he does. And wherever he is right now, I'm sure he's listening to, uh, uh what's that band he loves that. Oh man. Journey. He's got a journey CD in his car. I'm sure of it. Guaranteed. You, you didn't know who journey was. Well, I, I tried to think of the band. Cause I was like, is it sticks? I knew he had a favorite band and I wasn't sure if it was sticks or journey. I know for sure it's journey. Cause I was like, oh yeah, don't stop believing that's his favorite. Yeah. I like journey too. Good George. But uh, again, though, here's my thing. The, the rumor in innuendo is he's the type of guy who'd go to the waffle house, go over to the jukebox, put $10 in and just play. Don't stop believing 15 times in a row. And I like the song, but about time number three or four in a row, I'm starting to think, all right, what's going on? Is this a rib? What's happening? Number one, I bet you George is thrifty. Well, that's a fair bet. And I bet he didn't put $10 in the machine. He had one of the jabronis that was driving him, put the 10 bucks in and it came out of his payoff for the night. That's wrestling. Okay. Let's, let's be, let's be clear about that. If you told George South he needed to put 10 bucks into anything, you'd probably have a heart attack. But I respect that. George has been around. He is a tremendous hand in the ring. I bet he can still go to this day. Oh, yeah. And uh, guys like him and Mike Jackson just defy. And Ricky Morton. Ricky, how's that possible? Well, well, Ricky and Robert, for God's sakes, of course. I mean, they're working on 40 years as partners. If they're not already there. It's unbelievable. And they've never had a, you've never had like a year where, where they didn't wrestle. No time off. They've been going pretty much steady the entire time. Now they're training guys. They're running shows, working shows. I mean, it's like, it blows my mind. Next up May 22nd, Dorton arena. You're in singles action against Pez Watley. Uh, on the 23rd, we're at the Norfolk scope. This time it's only an R taking on Manny Fernandez, but no thunderbolt. This time it's Sam Houston. How is Sam as an opponent here in uh, mid 85 that made for a great, uh, scenario for a match. So we did Sam, I would figure we get Sam in and get the heat on him. Let him, let him look good. You know, let Sam show the audience that he was talented and that he should have been in that spot. Remember, there's there's always that question of how does a guy get in that spot because we were pretty much the top team, right? Heel team. So you better let the audience see first 
why he's in that spot. Mandy comes in, Mandy kicks a little ass. We get Sam back in. Now we're in the heat and we beat the dog shit out of Sam, which he was fine with. He really had no choice. Uh, he was stuck in Anderson land. That's not a pleasant place to be. And uh, it made for building towards that hot tag and having Manny come in and kick some ass. And what was the result? You won. Beautiful. That's who should have won. And uh, that, <laughs> I'm sure that made for a, a very pleasant house show match. Uh, a couple of days later, or actually the very next day you're in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, it's a rematch of uh, exactly what we laid out. Arn and Ole against Manny and Sam. Then it's time to do TV. Uh, and on TV, Ole sort of does, uh, another version of that same promo where he's saying we've beaten Andre, the giant and Bruno San Martino and Bill Watts and Wahoo McDaniel and, uh, Thunderbolt Patterson is going to suffer the same fate, but we get to a cool little moment here. Uh, where we've got you teaming up with your pal, Oli to take on Vernon Deaton and Mike Samani. Am I saying that right? Plus Samani. Yeah. Chat me up about Vernon Deaton and Mike. Is Vernon Deaton, Joel Deaton. I thought that was his same person. You think? I don't know. But if it was Joel Deaton, he was. Thunder, one of the Thunderfoots under a mask for a while. Yeah. I, he, I, he was real sick a while back. I mean, he's been around. He's been around as long as I have. I know he, Joel Deaton, but this is Vernon Deaton. So I don't, th I don't uh, think it's the same person. Oh, then those guys were there for just had, I'm sure they had jobs during the week and were there and as enhancement talent. That's all I can tell you. We're going to get to run a big show at three river stadium on May 27th process. What we're talking about here, guys, it's an outdoor stadium show. And on top, it's the world champion, Ric Flair, uh, defeating the United States champion Magnum TA. And they go an incredible 56 minutes. We also would see dusty Rhodes fight Tully Blanchard to a double count out a little shorter match. They go five minutes, 35 seconds. Uh, but you get a little workout that night, 12 minutes and 52 seconds. Uh, when you and Oli are going to take on Thunderbolt and Pez Watley, you ultimately get to get the pin over Watley, but man, a stadium show, May 27th. What do you remember about this wrestling in three rivers? Wow. 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 Um, they were really starting to test the waters. I would say if you go to a stadium, yeah. Uh, I'm sure it was cut way down and all that stuff. And the ring was closer to home plate and to where you had the seats. Uh, you could cut off like half the field or two thirds of the field if you really wanted to and create that environment, um, that it was a lot more intimate, but still, I, I don't know what cost would have been involved, but I know that it looked good on the, when you were, it was on TV and you were promoting it. Three River Stadium, not a Jim Crocker promotions. It just, it felt like if you were sitting on watching TV, hey, this is big. You know, maybe an arena won't hold them. You know, what thoughts were going, what, what thoughts were being put out there that they wanted the audience to think. Um, 
I don't know. I don't, they must have had a deal as far as what the rent was on that stadium. Is it fun for you to wrestle in an outdoor venue like this? I mean, three rivers is a pretty iconic stadium as a sports fan. Is this a treat for you? Or is it at this point, just a, another day at the office? Yeah, I loved it. It was different, you know, being outdoors, you know, the, the sound went straight up and disappeared. So there were some tricks with the way people would react and, and all those things. Plus if you had it like, you know, in may, I'm sure it was, kind of warm, but I bet it was very comfortable for the audience to be sitting outside. Once that sun went down for sure. If you had a little breeze coming through that stadium, if you're going to go and wrestle hard and wrestle for 15, 20 minutes, that little breeze was, was kind of refreshing. Uh, let's mention, we've got another show in Lansing, Michigan, uh, the opening match, just to give you a concept of who all's on this show. The Italian stallion over John Tatum. Then it's Pez Watley going to a draw with Bob Root. Buzz Sawyer over Crusher Khrushchev. Ryan Garvin is going to get a win by DQ over Black Bart. And the main event, Ole and Arn against Thunderbolt and Manny Fernandez. Uh, but then it's time to do some TV. And this time we're doing it in Charleston, South Carolina at the County Hall on May 31st. And there's a promo here, of course, like always with you and Ole. Uh, but my favorite line here, this airs on June 1st. I think this airs it's uh, the national tag champs and, and Aaron says a lot of men are saying they could beat the Andersons, but it's all, t- all talk. And only says buzz Sawyer couldn't be a pimple on a hog's butt, which is, uh, about as old school as it gets pretty fun stuff. Uh, the main event of that show is Ole and Aaron taking on Alan Martin and Mark Cooper. But a few moments later, Buzz Sawyer comes out to replace one of the Anderson's opponents and Sawyer is eventually double teamed until Dick Slater comes out to make the save. Talk to me about Dick Slater and Buzz Sawyer and how they're now thrown into the fold for a feud with you guys. So this was TV. Yep. It had been agreed upon that we knew we were working our way. I guess we should probably go ahead and, you know, just say it for the people that weren't thinking this. You're sitting there going, Jesus Christ, how many times can they wrestle Manny and Thunderbolt? You got to remember, all these towns, we were just wrestling them once. Yep. It wasn't like we were going back to weekly or bi-weekly towns. None of these matches are on TV. Yeah, and they're not televised. So as long as you follow your story on television – it, you're not, you know, you're not wanting to puke by God, not again, not again. And remember, these are just individual markets where you're going around the country and wrestling these guys one time. So just to clear that up, but we've been given the, the deal that there was a big, they were going to have a big stadium show in the summer, um, big July, middle of July. And Ole and I were going to wrestle uh, Buzz Sawyer and Dick Slater, which we knew that was going to be our money because that would be a main event. It would be booked as a main event on whatever towns you're in, unless Dusty was there and you would be right underneath it. But I got very excited. Plus Dick Slater was my idol. Uh, he was the guy that, you know, that made me along with Bob Orton jr. Want to be a wrestler and, uh, really just fell in love with it. And, um, so that would have been the first piece, this television of shooting that angle. It's fun to think about, uh, that as a potential matchup for you guys, you know, 
in my opinion, Buzz Sawyer and Dick Slater are two rough and tumble guys, just like you and Oli. Or is it a match where it's too much of the same thing? You know, they say styles make fights these days in MMA, and uh, maybe you do need some compare and contrast, but it feels like that's like old school, down and dirty, ass kicking, almost Bill Watts style matchup, right? Well, you know, the without taking this the wrong way, the variable that was in that match, had I just wanted to stay on my feet and slug it out like the other guys, Dickie was a little more, you know, bouncing up and down. He had no problem taking some bumps. Buzz and Ole were slugging it out. Now, if Dickie would have decided he didn't want to take any bumps, nobody was going to make him. Right. If I decided I wasn't going to take any bumps, it would have probably got really, really ugly and not in a good way. You know, I certainly wouldn't wouldn't want to piss Dick Slater off. You've heard all the stories. Oh, yeah. Thunder, brother. Thunder. Um, So, you know what my job was in that match, and I knew it, was to get my ass kicked by both baby faces. That gave it a different look and a different feel. There was action. You know, I'm getting backdropped. I'm getting clotheslined over the top. I'm getting shot out, you know, to the floor. I'm getting backdropped on the floor. All those things that made it not look like what it could have been, which would have just been just a fist fight bar fight, which would not have been interesting because all those talents were, were good. It's just, you know, what my, what mindset were they in and what do they feel like doing that night and, and just what came up. But, I was looking forward to it. I was thrilled for the match. Well, you guys are going to shoot a big angle on June the 1st. And, uh, of course we're going to try to pay it off on the 23rd at the Omni, but that is a story for another time. We're breaking down Arn's entire run through mid Atlantic championship wrestling. And I'm happy to say, Arn, as you and I are recording this, more of the old Crockett footage has been uploaded to the Peacock network. So check it out. If you haven't already, you want to go back and relive some of this stuff. It's starting to populate now over on Peacock. We hope you guys are digging what we're doing here on the show. We're doing bonus episodes every single month for adfreeshows.com. Of course, you get all of our shows early and ad free at adfreeshows.com. And Arn, this has been a lot of fun, but I got to tell you, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens next with uh, you and Buzz and Dick and Oli. I may actually throw that in my Google machine and go watch the match when we finish recording today. Yeah, and see if you can locate somewhere along the way when you're doing your research. We talked about this, I think, last episode, too. There is a spot there where Brett Wayne Sawyer, or Brett Sawyer, he was called both, was in a match with us, or at least me. Uh, I shot him out to the floor and punted him in the head, which later became the Randy Orton punt in the head. See if you can find that footage. It's got to be around somewhere. It happened on the floor. He's on all fours, and that's when a punt in the head became a finish. That's got a lot to do with stirring that angle up between Buzz and Dick and I. Can't wait, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hope you guys are enjoying it as much as we are, and be sure to go see Arn every single Wednesday on TNT or see him live because AEW is coming to a town near you at AEWTIX.com. Until next time, he is at the Orange Show. I am at Hey Hey, it's Conrad, and we are out of time. We'll see you next week right here on Arn.
man, I love talking about Jim Crockett promotions with Arn Anderson. It feels like it's like the perfect match, right? Arn Anderson, Jim Crockett, Ole Anderson, the four horsemen, the Carolinas. Uh, I don't know. It just goes together with Arn Anderson, like peas and carrots and finding that person you want to spend the rest of your life with is great. But don't we all hate the pressure of what's next? Of course, there's the engagement talk, but then there's the pressure of actually shopping for a ring, the hassle, the haggling, finding a store to trust. But then you got to figure out the four C's and all the damn discounts and sales and coupons and styles and all the other nonsense. Hey, but at least all those are fantastic reasons for putting off getting engaged, right? Well, that's why guys really hate Steven Singer. He takes away every excuse in the book around not buying the ring. And he makes it so easy. I hate Steven Singer. Steven Singer is a Philly jeweler that's been making it too easy to buy real diamonds for over four decades. He specializes in diamond engagement rings and has a staff of real experts, real jewelers, and real people that are ready to help you find the perfect ring or gift at the perfect price. No call center, no sales, no haggling, no codes or discounts, just the best possible price, guaranteeing the best value every single day. Check out Steven at the other corner of 8th and Walnut and Philly or online at IHateStevenSinger.com, always with fast and free shipping. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.